Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I just got back from Texas. My name's Andrew, and I live in the Infest State. Holy fucking shit. We got Andrew here in the house. What's good? Unfortunately, Ben can't join us, but yeah, man. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How about you? Oh, can't complain too much. Yeah, I gotcha. Just on a kick-ass coaster trip, so. <laughs> uh, must be nice. Winters are kicking my ass. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice little reprieve from Chicago February to go down to Texas. I feel that. I got to go over New Year's, and it was fantastic. Right, you get away for a couple days yeah. into some sunshine, your life dramatically improves. Oh, especially <laughs> with Alabama's bipolar weather, it's insane, dude. It'll be 70 one day and 30 the next. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's awful. That sucks. It is what it is, though. Well, um, so holy shit, Andrew, uh, I know you're on Instagram. Yeah. What's your handle and what else uh, you want to shout to our listeners? Yeah, so um, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram at Andrew Likes Coasters. And then also I recently created a Twitter account called Andrew Likes Coasters as well. And those are kind of my two main social media platforms. You can also find me in a couple El Toro Ryan and Coaster Studios videos. So be sure to check those out and my Instagram page out. Definitely go give him a follow. Uh, tweet at him. If you don't like the things he says, definitely go tweet at him. <laughs> I'll take um, it. Yeah. And definitely go check out, you know, friend of the show, El Toro Ryan. Go watch his yeah, videos. Sure. Maybe we'll get Taylor on here at some point. Maybe. Um, look, we tried to book him. He very respectfully explained he won't do appearances with people he doesn't know personally. I can, That's fair. Yeah, totally respectable. I'm not knocking him at all. He seems like a nice dude. Oh, so. yeah, he's super great. Maybe I'll meet him at some point and we'll get him on here. Otherwise, sorry, guys. Don't bug me for uh, an Master appearance from Taylor. Me. We're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. He's what I so uh, what do you – well, wait, go ahead. I just said Taylor's, you know, an interesting guy. Super great. I mean, he's like the face of roller coaster yeah, enthusiasts now. So It's insane. Yeah. That's it's cool. You know, it's interesting because when I was your age, that shit was Rob Alvey, so... Oh, my God. Rob Alvey is an interesting man. Sure is. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what are you what are you drinking tonight? I just got some you Sprite. got anything over there? Just got some Sprite going on, you know, trying to stay healthy, keep light on sodas, because, you know, got to save it for the theme parks. For sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've always heard the clear ones are not as bad because they don't have the dyes yeah. or whatever. I don't know all I, that stuff. I just heard about that Sprite Ginger. Man, that shit oh, sounds good. Yeah, I want to try that. I had the uh, Sprite Cranberry when that was out, and it was super, super good. Yeah, they do a good job with those like crossover flavors. Oh, yeah. Some of them I can't get behind, but most of them, like the Sprites and the Cokes, I'll get behind them. Especially since at the Six Flags Parks, they all have them. So. Yeah, man, I'm all about them. It works. So I'm, I'm going to try that soon hopefully i don't know how I'll, I'll look out for it yeah i got a cores over here nothing too fancy gotcha gotcha we were uh we were all sipping lone star and Shinerbach down in texas <laughs> uh texas is a great state 
it's a really nice place to go visit. I, I don't think I could ever live no, there. I never could. It's it's a lot to deal with. And like, of course, I'm I'm from the north, so I didn't know that Texas was completely separate from the south. Oh yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, I had no idea. I all I just balled it all together like it's the south. Now I've been to Texas a couple times, and I'm like. No, Texas is just Texas. Texas is its own state. It's just something else. I mean, it's definitely got some Southern-esque stuff going on, but it's got some Western type of stuff, too. Yeah, it's kind of like the meeting ground for South and, I guess, West. And it's more interesting than New Mexico, so hey, you know. (laughs) Uh, That's one state I'll just probably fly over, in all honesty. I mean, they got... The New Mexico Rattler there, that looks pretty oh, good. that's true. I kind of don't pay attention to those states, partially because I don't ever look into it. Well, I mean, every I think the best frame of reference for New Mexico in general is Bugs Bunny talking about we made a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yes. It's the only reason I, like, know New Mexico. For reals, yeah. I mean, not much going on. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I do want to give shouts to our listeners who showed up for the first ever Your Favorite Coaster Sucks meetup down at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas this past weekend. Um, shouts to Dan, Nick, and Tristan for coming on out. It was a blast to meet you guys. Uh, we did a full takeover on the log flume oh, as well yeah. as a full takeover on Wonder Woman. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was a great time. We drank some beers in the parking lot because we're pros like that. Stay and that's the benefit of coming out. Yeah, exactly. That's the benefit of coming out to the meetup. Free right. beer, you know. Hey. Plus us stupid asses. It's <laughs> the best part. I hope so. Hope we didn't disappoint too much. And uh, shouts to my wonderful lady, Rianne, my girlfriend, for organizing everything and getting it all <laughs> together. She's the She's the backbone of your favorite coaster sucks. That's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, she's she's fantastic. I'm not sure if she's listening. Doesn't really matter. Wanted to thank her anyway. Yeah, for sure. So uh, for all of y'all out there listening, and uh, this goes for you too, Andrew, we'll be doing our next official meetup. I don't know if we'll have anything in between now and then. Next official one, Hollywood Nights at Holiday I World. I will be the there MMA. for sure. I'm going to Hollywood Nights. I bought my tickets. I got some things planned the week beforehand, so I will definitely be at Hollywood Nights. So y'all can catch me there. For sure, yeah. I mean, I figure that's everyone's going to be there, so uh, uh, we'll be doing a meetup there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I'm also – I might be going to Silver Dollar City, Six Flags in America, and Kings Island that week. So nice. looking forward to all those places. Nice. That's a that's a nice lineup of parks yeah. there. It's it'll be kind of like the uh, end of school kind of trip. You know, summer starting, get out, go have fun, travel. Absolutely, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you said you're down in Alabama. You been to Oa? Yes, I have. I went uh, actually last year before Hollywood Nights, and it's got some charm to it, honestly. Like, I'm impressed with uh, how they've managed to maintain it and keep it as nice as it is, considering it's, like, brand new. I'd like to see it just because, you know, new ground-up parks are um, always pretty cool. It's 
so I don't you yeah, probably haven't been to Holiday World, but basically you just drive through a cornfield and then there's like an amusement park on the side of the road. And Owa is basically the same way. So Same deal? Oh yeah, man. It's a little obscure. Yeah, I was describing Holiday World to my girlfriend. She hasn't been there, but we're doing Hollywood nights, you know. Yeah. And she's like, That sounds kind of freaky. And I'm like, Well, once you get to the park, it's so not charming. so much. But yeah, if you're like two miles away, yeah, it's a little freaky. Yeah. Especially like late at night coming back from Hollywood Nights. Uh, this year I stayed in a hotel with my mom and my brother because they wanted to go and we would be driving back and it'd be like, you know, one thirty. It's just super creepy. Especially like all those big old silos as you get closer to it. Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh we're we got our place uh booked at the campground. Yeah. I still gotta decide So we'll be like right there. <laughs> I still got to decide probably where I'm going to stay. So that's those are details for later. For sure. Well, I always say I recommend the campground because yeah. it's right there. Like Rudolph. You can get there on foot. Yeah. You can just walk over after the nighttime ERT ends oh, at like midnight. Sure. I know there are a bunch of people who buy cabins and stuff, and that's always a big thing. So I might be doing that with a couple of my friends. Just kind of hanging yeah, out dude. Afterwards. If you split on a cabin, it's dirt cheap. If you split on a cabin, you can do it for real cheap. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, Airbnbs. I know a lot of people do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple options. I just know that hotel wise, there really ain't shit outside that Santa's Lodge uh, until you get to like Jasper, which yeah. is like 30 miles away. The place I stayed was it was like six minutes away from the Indiana line, and it wasn't bad at all. It's just kind of a drive you know, getting there and back. Yeah, that's how it was last time I went to Hollywood Nights, but that was like the first one back in 06. Oh, so, yeah. you know, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> oh. So, all right, um, we got some news stories going on. For sure. You want to go ahead and take this first one? Yeah, so uh, Orion completed its first test run not too long ago. Uh, a lot of controversy around Orion. Some people love it, some people not so much, but... It completed its first test run, so odds are we'll be seeing a lot more, potentially some POVs coming soon, and I'm definitely, I'm super excited for it opening day. I don't know about you, but it's going to be great. I'm curious. Yeah. I think the drop will be good. I'm excited for that uh, second element, the big old like wave turn type element, just because that's something B&M has never done, which is kind of different. I mean... It looks like just a scaled up version of the turn, the middle of the ride turn on Raging Bull. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that's like, that's my home park. I've been on Raging Bull, you know, hundreds of times. That shit's pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel that. I mean, it's definitely going to be a big crowd pleaser, and I think it's a worthy replacement for Firehawk, but... It probably won't crack my top ten or anything. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to do really great, you know, for a park full of people that really love the Beast. It's, yeah, it's going to do great. It's, it's going to be yeah. I I think the layout looks, you know, kind of boring, but I think the thing that'll make it enjoyable is the people you ride it with. Because if you're with like a bunch of your friends fucking around on the entire ride, you're going to have more fun instead of just riding it by yourself. Oh yeah, of course. That's you know any roller coaster is gonna be better. Exactly. Depending on the scenario. Oh yeah, Hollywood Nights is probably my favorite time to ride coasters, just because you're there with so many 
you know, people that you've either looked up to or you're friends with and you're just all having a blast. It's amazing. Definitely. Yeah. A lot of, um, excuse me. There you go. A lot of, a lot of coaster events. So many now. It's crazy. Sorry. I don't have Corona. I hope. Um, a lot of coaster events make it a lot more fun because it's just, you you have a like mind with everybody there. So it kind of just, it's just a higher spirits and Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, ride the coasters and everything. They're just having fun. Yeah. And you're all there for the same thing. Yeah. There are some though who get kind of annoying and we might get into that a little later, but. Oh yeah. No, no doubt. For the most part, everyone's super nice. Like every enthusiast I've met has been super great and like super welcoming and kind. It's awesome. Well, I mean, it's funny you should mention that there's annoying enthusiasts while we're talking about Ohio. Oh, Ohio. It's just, uh, yeah, Ohio's got its own special breed. Ohio and Florida, I think, are the worst, too. Honestly. Do they still have the Florida Coaster Club? Do you know what I'm talking about, the Florida Coaster Club? I think so. I know that for okay. Hollywood Nights, you can be a part of it and get in. But Okay, so they are still a thing. I, Interesting. As far as I know, yes. But I don't really keep up with their stuff. Yeah, no, they always seemed like beyond the weird to me but those are always interesting you know look i'm not trying to diss anybody i get that i'm an ace member i like ace i'm all about ace i mean so i honestly i just use the ace membership for hollywood nights and that's my justification for owning it and like yeah the magazines are cool and stuff but it's about it i mean there's good people there's it depend. It really depends on the region you're in. True for the events. True. Um, are you in the southeast region? Yes, that's where I'm. About. All right, man. That's like probably the best region of them all. Yeah. Uh, my boy Josh. My boy Josh, yeah, is running um, regional rep down there, and he he's got good relationships with all the parks. He really does the most. Oh yeah. I think the South is just kind of everyone's nice to everyone, even if it doesn't seem like it. It's... The the South is, is a little strange. It is. I'll own up to it's that. It's hard to really define down. But also, you know, it varies state to state because, you yeah. know, Louisiana is different than Kentucky. Oh, and... easily. I mean, Alabama and Mississippi sometimes merge together, but that's about the only thing I can think of. I've been in Illinois my whole life, so I've been way up north. Oh, yeah. South is just different, man. There's everything about it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been told a million times that you can't get a proper sweet tea here. Oh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of sweet tea, but in the South, I will down a gallon or two on like a hot summer day. Like, legit to me, every time I've had real sweet tea, like when I've been in Georgia and shit, it's like way too I'm like, sweet. Yeah, I'm like, y'all, this is fucking sugar that you poured <laughs> until it turned brown. Like, that's it. You're right, honestly. <laughs> also, we got a bunch of like really like local food shops, especially around like where I live. So, you know, they're pouring gallons of sugar into the sweet tea. I mean, 
hey, if it works for you, it works. I can't drink like as much as like those people who, you know, down four gallons a day. It's like, I don't understand how you do that. Like my heart would explode. Yeah, I just picture like those gas station cups where it's like 44 ounces. And you just fill that with sugar and then there's like a little bit of water on top and that's southern sweet tea. Yeah, it's like little iced tea, bunch of sugar, and you stir it up. (laughs) (laughs) That is all it is. It's insane. And your boy's over here already diabetic, so I'm good. Uh, Yeah, diabetes actually isn't as bad of an issue it is, which I think it really should be considering how shitty we eat. It's insane. I got the other diabetes, not the not the pizza kind. I got the genetic kind. Oh, I gotcha. Thankfully. Yeah. I know. I mean the other one No god. Oh, uh yeah, the other one's easier to manage. The one I got is the one where you have to take shots and shit. Yeah. And you have seizures if you're not careful. Oh. Not fun. But you know, hey, we're we're all right. I'm still kicking at thirty one, so Hey, Whatever. It, works. it works. Yeah, exactly. It's- so, um, no, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. All right, uh, moving on here. We got FunSpot has confirmed that they will not be purchasing Indiana Beach. This is a real bummer. Oh, I loved Indiana Beach. I never got to go, tragically. I was planning on it this year with the uh, week trip, and then they announced they were closing, and I was like, well, there goes that. Yeah, I mean, I was going to hit it on the Hollywood Nights trip, too. Uh, last time I went was 2015. Oh, wow. I got out there. Thankfully, I got three visits in in my life. So, you know, been there, got all the credits other than the kitty. Oh, wow. I don't know if you know, uh, you probably know him, Tanner Tucker. Uh, Not sure. He He's one of the OVC guys, and he loved Indiana Beach. Mm-hmm. He's like super sad that it's closing and all that. Yeah, man, it was a it was a really interesting, cool little park. There are a bunch of parks like that, and I just hope that the rest of them can stay around. Yeah, I mean, Fantasy Island's closing too. Yeah, we're losing. I don't really remember that park all that well. We're losing like four CZIs, man. It sucks. Yeah, I'm bummed about. Cornball and Lost Coaster. Oh, Lost Coaster looked insane. It's so weird. I know it definitely you... did things that a coaster shouldn't do. <laughs> I know a couple of coasters like that. It's like weird banking and tight turns. Like the type of turns a wild mouse would look at and go, nah, fuck that. <laughs> it's too tight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it had these like weird ass fucking BDSM cages, oh, like those. And then it had that elevator lift, and then there's like this big ass mountain in between it. And it's just like what? Yeah, the entire experience was a very WTF type of deal, but it was fun and unique. And I don't know, it was a it was a fun little park, and it's a real bummer that it's closing. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Alabama Adventure. It's owned by oh, the- man, that place looks awesome. Dude. Uh, the, the Cook Brother, right? Yeah, it's like the other half of their family. Not not that Cook family, if you're confused. Different oh. Cook family. Yeah, I know it was like, so basically in my childhood, I was raised on the old album adventure with the old owners. 
and then it shut down and they sold off almost all the rides and then it was opened back up under new ownership and it's still ran by them today they still got rampage out there though right oh yeah i'll go out there like tuesdays and thursdays and just marathon it rampage looks great i really want to get to it it's just Oh, it's so far out of the way if you're doing like even like Over Carolyn's Dollywood, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, it's still really far out the way. It's, it's a, I think from Over Georgia, it's like two hours ish. But I mean, I live 25 minutes away from it. So I'm, I'm chilling. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I really want to get on that though because it just looks so good. Oh, it's, Back row on like a midsummer's day is flying, dude. There's nothing else like it. That runs those uh two bench PTC trains, yeah. right? And it has like the super old ones where you can manually like undo the lap bars and get just hella room. Oh shit. Yeah. Does it have seatbelts on it? Yeah, it has seatbelts. Okay. And uh it actually it only has one train, which is ironic. Does it, is there like enough crowds to justify a second one or is normally I wouldn't mean, do the trick? Unless you're going a weekend, one train is fine, but uh, their attendance is actually like increasing a lot. So I could see them buying another train in probably the next two, three years. Dude, that'd be awesome. I'm going to have to try and make it down there. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, I've got. A limited amount of parks I haven't been to left in the in the country. Oh yeah, and that's one of those ones that's been evasive. It's just, it's difficult to get to, and I understand that. Well, not too different from Indiana Beach. Yeah, it's just you know that was. It's not like it's really close to any other parks. You're like two hours away from Great America. It's a thing, and with- you're still like. Four from Holiday World, another yeah. four to Cedar Point. Like it's insane. I think uh, Alabama Adventure is about four from or five from Dollywood, two from Over Georgia, and like six from Carowinds. So it just kind of sits right in the middle. Hmm. Interesting. I have to see what I can do to play with the uh, scheduling of the trip and maybe try to get a ride in on Rampage. Yeah. I mean, it honestly, just looks really good. Honestly, you only really need like two hours there, and you'll be fine. Huh. Well, I'll see if I can schedule that. If I have a opportunity to do a trip to the south this year, I'm hoping to. Yeah. Haven't been on Fury. Haven't been on Twisted Cyclone. Oh yeah, I love Twisted Cyclone. Pretty much Goliath was the best thing. Goliath and Thunderhead were the best things between all those three parks and Afterburn when I I went to them. I love Thunderhead. It's so good. It is fantastic, and I really need to ride it again. I got to go to the uh, Dollywood Ace event back in November, and actually um, Ryan's uploading his Dollywood vlog finally, so I think it'll be out by the time this podcast is out. But man, Thunderhead was absolutely flying the day we went, and it was insane. Oh, nice! Yeah, I'm hoping to get on it, especially now that I have been on a bunch more GCIs since I rode it back in '08. I haven't honestly been on that many GCIs, but the ones that I have been on have been really, really good. So I'm not complaining. 
Yeah, I mean, Mystic Timbers, mm-hmm. Ghost Rider, Texas Stingray, American Thunder, and Thunderhead. Yeah. All of them just so fucking good. Yeah. And I'm counting Ghost Rider now because... The retracting. It's, it, it's a GCI now. <laughs> it runs like a I GCI. I mean, they changed it. Yeah, they changed enough of it to where it's definitely not a CCI anymore. I mean, that's just one of those things where it doesn't matter, so I don't care. Call it what you want. It's a coaster. Well, just for the sake of comparing it against like other coasters yeah. by the same manufacturer. CCIs have a very distinct feel, and that's what I found out. It's kind of like a GCI, but with more focus on airtime, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. It has a CCI layout, but it runs like a GCI. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nailed it. Gotcha. Speaking of manufacturers, there's some exciting news next if you want to go ahead. Yeah, so Wildwater West Water Park in South Dakota, of all places, will be building the third RMC Raptor, which is crazy to me. It is, but you know what? I'm really happy for all those people in the Sioux uh, Falls area uh, that for real. don't have shit in terms of a coaster. Yeah. It's... I mean, bang for your buck, those Raptors are fucking crazy. No, oh, I love. I got to ride a Wonder Woman for the first time, and I absolutely loved it. It was batshit crazy. I blew me away. Yeah, I just got on that uh, this past weekend as part of the the Ace event and the meetup down there at Fiesta Texas. Yeah. Also, hey, that was four fifty for me. Yeah, hey, nice. Um, that shit is fucking wild, man. Oh, dude. I got a um, back row night ride on New Year's Eve, and I was losing my mind. The shit just, it's like, it's real short, but there's never a dull moment to the whole thing. It's so just rapid fire that your body just can't comprehend what's happening. It's like after that one turnaround where you have the one straight track before that second drop. It's just boom, That's boom, boom. just enough. It's just enough to catch your breath in between, like, the first three elements and the last three elements, basically. Yeah. It's also crazy, like, the pacing on it and how they designed them because the elements get smaller, so it maintains all of its speed to the brake run, which just blows my mind. Yeah, it's awesome. And then when you watch it, it's kind of like... It runs so fast, it looks like watching a Connects coaster run, kind of. Dude, I feel that. You're just like, holy shit, that looks like it's going too fucking fast. Yeah. it's Those things shouldn't run that fast, but I'm not complaining at all. So I'm, I'm happy for all those people out in South Dakota that are going to get yeah. like a real good thrilling coaster. I definitely... Since like something like this has happened, I think it opens up the possibility of smaller parks investing in these clonable rides by like bigger manufacturers. So like family gravity groups going to places like Owa and Alabama Adventure and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's nice that RMC kind of has this model that's super clonable easily. It's very exciting. Yeah, but like but you also- still get your money's worth. Right, the price point isn't so high because, like, to compare it to, like, I don't know, you want to say, like, maybe either um an Intamin Megalite or, like, Batman the Ride? 
Oh, you're paying like two times more for either of them. Right. So it's so great that there's a model now where you get full level thrills and full level, you know, yeah, and I mean like delivery on a on a thrilling coaster ride, but you don't pay six million dollars just for the steel and everything. Oh yeah, it's. I definitely am very glad that RMC has done this, and I would love to see like an updated Megalite or something by B and M to like rival this. It'd be cool, maybe. I mean, we'll see what B and M has in store for the future. I know they got just the surf coaster model, oh, but yeah. It's BM is just an expensive manufacturer, I think. Just because of the products they create. Yeah, I mean they're all quality. Oh yeah, like you get what you pay for, it's just it's expensive. And I think no, they manufacture the steel for the American ones here in Ohio. I don't think Intamin works that way, though. No, I. Th- I think they they manufacture still over in Europe somewhere. I know Mock Rides does all their manufacturing over in Europe, which is why Copperhead costs so much. Yeah, that's just that's gotta add so much money to just shipping containers going across the. Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, I think Copperhead ended up being like thirty-one million because of the shipping. God damn! It it's not. <laughs> that's a hit thing. right there, man. That's how much did they pay for Fury? You know what I mean? It wasn't that much more, honestly. Like I'm. God. I don't know all the numbers, but they're around the same price. And you look at the difference in models. Shit! Seriously, that's what I'm saying. Is like, if it's about the same price, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Although it seems like Copperhead Strike is really filling a void in the Carolyn's oh, yeah. lineup. It fits very well for that park. Like, um, it definitely varies, like, their elite coasters, I guess, quote-unquote. Because, like, before this, it was your top three, you know, Fury, Intamin, Afterburn. And then after that, it just fell off. So Copperhead kind of fills two gaps in that sense. Well, that's it's good that that's there. Yeah, I mean, yeah the the lineup other than Afterburn was pretty much shit when I went to Carowinds back in '08. Oh yeah, it was Afterburn, and then the next best ride was like Carolina Cobras, Night Nighthawk. <laughs> I have I love Nighthawk. I don't know why. Like I can't justify it. I just love Nighthawk. No man, those Vacoma Flyers are great. Oh yeah, lots of G's. It's just, I think I prefer them to the B&M Supermans. Uh, here's my thing about the B&M Supermans. The one at Dover, Georgia is so much different from the ones that are at Great Adventure and Great America because it's built into the terrain. Because Dover, Georgia basically just sits on like a big hill and Superman runs alongside the hill. So you're like really low to the ground, whereas on the other ones, you know, you're just high up in the air and there's no point. I really love when it goes to that tunnel oh, at Georgia, even oh, though God. it's like probably the shortest and because of it's a flying coaster, probably the most point pointless tunnel on any coaster. It's just, but it's still cool. really awesome. I mean, I love the over Georgia one. It has a bunch of interaction with the terrain and like all the, uh, the queue and the pathway around it. And I mean, the tunnel is actually a lot better than I thought it would be. Like you notice it. 
like, yeah, I because at Great Adventure and at Great America, both of them are just on flat, yeah, pieces of land, and also, and they're not bad. They still no. get. I mean, at Great America, it still gets a shit ton of people in line but oh yeah the one at over georgia constantly has like probably the longest wait in the park either that or daredevil dive i need that cred daredevil dive yeah it's it's interesting i'll say that it looks like one of the most unique euro fighters it doesn't feel like a euro fighter at all That because it has those different trains. Oh no, right? I love Aren't the, the trains. trains. Like, yeah, it's a, it's basically it's a six, uh, six seater, and it's basically three rows of two, and it has the hydraulic lap bars, kind of think like Copperhead Strike, where it comes over and it sits on your lap. Interesting. Yeah, that that ride seems just like such an outlier for Eurofighters. Oh yeah, but. The trains are honestly probably like the best thing it has going for it because it does have a rattle, but with the trains, you don't notice it. The layout looks pretty cool, so I mean... It's it's nothing to shout at, but it's just a good layout. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would end up like... It's not like top 10 coasters, but It's like, an enjoyable coaster. It definitely looks cool, especially given the rest of the coaster lineup there at over georgia over georgia probably has one of the best six flags lineups though at least in my opinion i mean goliath is great mindbender is really good yeah uh great american screen machine although they neutered it still really good i like that ride i like the original georgia cyclone oh yeah that was a great ride granted i still like twisted sorry twisted cyclone a lot more but Twisted Cyclone was good. No, I mean, it looks good. Twisted Cyclone looks really good. I like... The thing with RMCs for me is, like, I like them. They're really good. I don't knock them. But, like, they feel like they're so precisely engineered that it doesn't have that, like, wild, out-of-control feeling that you kind of feel on, like, older wooden coasters. I or that. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, I get, well, I get what you're saying. Have you ridden a Storm Chaser? Um, not yet. Oh, uh, going to get on that during the Hollywood Nights trip. Are you doing the uh, Keys of the Kingdom thing the on Sunday? I don't think so. I think I'm probably going to be doing Kings Island that day. No, I got Kentucky you. Kingdom on Saturday, I think, is the plan. Gotcha. Yeah, Storm Chaser is, like, completely different from that. Like, it feels honestly out of control with how fast it goes. I, I'm looking forward to it. I really like Twisted Twins when I wrote it. Oh yeah. Um I'm an old person. <laughs> Last time I went to Kentucky Kingdom it was still a fucking six, six flags, flags park, so and they ruined it. Yeah, I mean is what it is. I'm an old person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh Storm Chaser is one of the RMCs that just feels out of control. Subtle plug, but I posted a POV on my Instagram, and you see it's flying through the layout. Like, some of those uh, turns at the end, jeez. Yeah, that in what's it called? Lightning? Rock? Oh, Lightning Run. Yeah, that's it. The that gear. looks great, man. Oh, it's so good. I got to ride it three times, I want to say, and it was awesome every time I rode it. I got on Steel Eel this past weekend down at 
um, SeaWorld oh, yeah. San Antonio. Fucking awesome. Was it really? The first half is just all airtime. Oh, wow. I mean, I was in row two, so I don't know if there's a good amount of pullover. We only did one ride. Fair enough. Um, but in in the front, man, the, the entire first half of the ride is just all amazing floater airtime. That's crazy. Yeah, no, so I'm really looking forward to getting on Lightning Run. Lightning Run is like if RMC designed a Blitz coaster. Like, that's honestly what it feels like. It seems like Morgan perfected their designs with, like, years and years and years of trial and error. <laughs> Same with kind of Arrow before they went bankrupt. Like, you look at Tennessee Tornado and X2, and both those rides are super highly loved, and they're both badass rides. They had hired Shilky by that point. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, shit. Track work has been completed on Icebreaker at SeaWorld Orlando. Mm. Now I'm just, I am waiting for them to announce opening day for Iron, Iron Quasi and that. So, and then like, I think we're going to try to get, get a little trip together to hit SeaWorld and Bush Gardens. Um, so my spring break is the last week of March. So I'm hoping that they'll announce that RMC Quasi will be open. But if not, I'll probably just go in, like, May. Yeah, I'm hoping they announce opening day soon. I'm also hoping that they announce Pantheon opening soon. I think it's opening opening day. Really? Yeah, they've completed the track work, and the trains are on the track. So it's not going to be too much longer. Yeah, it's just like... You don't want to book something until they make the official announcement. I understand that. Because nothing sucks worse than going to a park and it's like, oh, the new coaster's opening in a week. Oh, and you miss it's like, it? Well, yeah, well, I won't be back for at least two years or more. So. so. <laughs> I'm screwed. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, Pantheon looks really good. Pantheon and Iron Gwazi. They're definitely oh, my man. top two and most anticipated for 2020 by far. And Candemonium, those three probably look oh, the best. Candem- I everyone forgets about Candemonium, including myself, but it looks solid. I mean, Jersey Devil looks kind of cool. It's not going to be open until like October, so I'm not. As someone who, yeah, it's going to be a bit. I mean, as someone who has a. Uh, Goliath at their home park. Jersey Devil kind of looks like if Goliath would have been a full design. I get that. I have Twisted Cyclone, so I'm kind of with you on like the short RMCs, and it looks good, but I'm not like overhyping it or anything. Yeah, no, Twisted Cyclone looks pretty good, and plus they worked with the existing structure. Oh. That way, could have done that other. They could have done, you know, that final lap, but Six Flags gonna cheap out when they want to. Okay, but, but like, with Twist Cyclone is super good, even if it doesn't have that last lap. Like you feel. Content. Oh no, it looks great. It's the same thing with Goliath, where it's like, it's not that it's a bad ride. It's just why the fuck are you going sixty-five miles an hour when you hit the brakes? I feel that you okay. only do five yeah. things. You could. 
do a little more. <laughs> Goliath definitely looks probably like the worst RMC, even though it's one of the biggest. I mean, every other RMC I've been on, I think is better. That's understandable, though. Currently, I think, what do I have him ranked on after this trip? Fucking Steel Vengeance up top. Twisted Colossus afterwards. Iron Rattler. Yeah, I love Iron New- Rattler. Oh, man, that ride's great. Oh, it's Night Rides. Whew. Oh, yeah. Uh, New Texas Giant. Outlaw Run. Wonder Woman. Goliath. There you go. Yeah. I've got a Lightning Rod, Storm Chaser, Twisted Simbers, Wicked Cyclone, uh, Wonder Woman, Twisted Cyclone, Steel Vengeance, New Texas Giant. That's kind of how I rank them. You've been on like almost the opposite ones of me. <laughs> For real. Yeah. I've gotten most of the East Coast RMCs, so I'm pretty happy about that. I mean, I'm hoping I can get most of those knocked off the list this yeah. coming year but you know only time will tell i get that um i'm planning on going to pennsylvania and cedar point this summer and that'll be kind of like my big trip that i'm taking so i'll get all of those coasters definitely well cheers to that man yeah for sure cheers shit uh one last news story go ahead and dig it all right take us home <laughs> Universal Epic Universe may be getting a themed hotel to compete with Disney's Star Wars Hotel. And I actually didn't know about this, so this is interesting. I mean, that's good. I think they could use it. It's it's about time Universal did that. I was hoping they would do a Harry Potter one, but I don't think J.K. Rowling will allow that to happen. J.K. Rowling is a crackhead. Yeah, I mean, Can't I not. love the Harry Potter books, but... She she goes nuts on Twitter and she stuff. Really it's kind of weird. Does. I was scrolling through her tweets not too long ago, and she was crazy. And she'd be retweeting fucking wrong information and shit. Like, all <laughs> yeah. right, come on. Donald Trump does the same <laughs> thing, though. Yeah, no, but it's like, if you're trying to make yourself look better, That's then don't do the do same it. shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to get into politics on this show. Not a Trump guy, but, you know, you can't, you don't want to use, you don't want to argue with someone who's stupid because they'll beat you with experience. That's true. And that goes for all cases, not just politically. Yeah, totally. So back to uh, Universal. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool that they're building something like that. I think it's about time they have been doing the whole, they pretty much invented the entire immersive area thing when they built the Harry Potter area. Yeah. So it seems like a natural progression. Also, there's that uh, Nintendo land. I think it's going to the one in California. That's coming relatively soon. Yeah. That looks the nin- badass. The Nintendo areas look great. The one in Japan looks really cool. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I think Japan probably has the best universal park. It looks really good. And I mean, damn, flying dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah. Hollywood dream looks really good too. And it runs backwards, which is crazy. Um, I was talking to Logan, one train ops about it. Not too long ago. And he was like, yeah, uh, Hollywood dream backwards is awesome. 
And I was like, yeah, it looks unique, to say the least. I wish that Six Flags would buy one of those backward trains and do like they did with Batman, Batman. a couple years back. They, when they did that, it was insane. I loved it. I went to the commercial shoot for that here at Great America. Oh, yeah. And, man, I could only do, like, two or three rides the entire day. There was one day when I went to Over Georgia with Tanner. Not too long. It was actually last year at Fright Fest. And we sat on Batman the Ride for, like, two and a half hours. And I thought I was going to explode. It was, like, probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. I mean, that ride is so fucking intense. Dude, it, it only speeds up. Like, especially down here in the south where it just gets hotter and hotter. Oh, my gosh. You'll die. I mean, I, I, I love Batman the Ride. Oh, it's, I really like the mirror versions. The first time I rode the mirror version, it was Goliath at uh, Fiesta, Texas. And I was completely thrown off guard. I mean, once once you hit the drop and then everything's going the other direction, it's just like, wow. It's um, It was the one-turn... After the second vertical loop where it goes into that like weird helix thing where like you get the only breather in the ride. Cause I'm so used to like slamming right. And then we took a left hand turn and I like slam my head into the whatever it is over shoulder restraint. Yeah, I was on Goliath and that hit me in all sorts of ways, man. It was crazy. <laughs> For real. I'm so used to like my Batman the ride it over Georgia. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I had the original up here at Great America. I put in so many laps on. So every time, you know, like I were the one at St. Louis or Goliath, it's just like, whoa. I know most people say that the one down here at Over Georgia like runs the fastest. And I probably have to agree with that out of the ones I've ridden. Oh, shit. It's been probably 15 years since I rode that ride. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, late at night, no one goes over there, so you can just sit in the back row, like, back left seat, and you will feel your heart explode. I mean, honestly, if nobody's over there, I'd probably be like more likely found on Mindbender. Oh, my God. I love Mindbender. And they're retracting it, which I'm super happy about. Interesting. Yeah. So, huh? I saw it because... Well, I didn't know about it, but the, we went to Holiday in the Park with one of my good friends, and uh, one of the trains was off the track, and they had new Revolution trains at over Georgia, which, you know, long-ass way away. And uh, then it turns out they're retracking some of it, which I'm super happy about. Huh. That's got to be quite a process to retrack a steel coaster. Yeah. It's uh, insane. There was a picture posted somewhere. I can't remember, but... It showed them retracking the, uh, I guess it's like the Rose Bowl style turnaround that everyone hates because it's like rough. Shit, I remember when Six Flags used to call that a loop. Oh my god. Uh, uh, do you remember when Goliath had the sign out in front of it saying it was a Giga Coaster? No. Oh. So <laughs> basically, Over Georgia tried to do this thing where they would have these like plaques in front of all the rides. Well, it wasn't all of them. It was most of them. And there was one in front of Goliath. And it said that Goliath was a, gig- was a giga coaster because it was between 200 and 300 feet. And everyone roasted <laughs> it. And so they took it down. I think- so that's where Kings Island got it from. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> the King's Island rule of thumb. That's it, man. Uh, all right. Well, shit. Um, I got a fun segment coming up here. All right. I love this one. Hopefully you like it too. It is time for our killer coaster of the week. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> love that. This week's killer coaster is uh, the Raven at Holiday World. Oh, I love the Raven. So good. Yeah, absolutely. I love that ride. Oh, I have so many good stories on the Raven from Hollywood Nights and just being there. All that. Such a good coaster. I've heard it's gotten pretty rough. I haven't been on it since 2008, so it's been quite a while. Uh, so there, so we were at Hollywood Nights, and this is like my story about the Raven. And it was me and Jacob and Logan Joyner from Coaster Kids and Mackenzie. So we all held up Mackenzie's lap bar with like only three clicks, and I was just you know being tossed around everywhere, and we were all just laughing and sweaty by the end of it. And that thing at night blows me away that's so good like even if it's even if it's got a little roughness that doesn't change the fucking fifth drop oh my god dude at night you literally dive into darkness like i can't describe it like think the beast's first drop into that tunnel that's what it feels like except you're getting yanked out of your seat and just slammed everywhere Seriously, that fifth drop is insane. Especially uh, at night, the return run to the station after the fifth drop, it's just all these unbanked turns. So you're just getting like laterals and then you drop down and just insane. And it's like, I don't know, you can't look at a video of it and understand that ride is just... Because the first drop's really good too, but the fifth one's like... It's better in my opinion. It's just pure airtime. Oh my god! If you're in the back row, man, it's... that car, dude, you just get yanked. So yeah, man, Raven, and I am so looking forward to the end of May to getting back out to Holiday I World. I and... too. It's been it has it's been a year pretty much. So I went last Hollywood Nights, and man, am I ready to get back there? Love that part. Well, it's been twelve for me. So oh wow, it's hard to even. I mean. Thankfully, it's awesome. I got to ride like Voyage the year it opened. So how was that seventh car? That ride is just insanity. Oh, um, it's only gotten faster and better. Like I don't, I don't know. It took me a long time to kind of determine if I liked Voyage or El Toro better, but I They're give it to Voyage. Two. I I love the Voyage a little bit more. But it's like it's so long. I get off that ride sweating and it's the only ride that's ever made me sweat when I got off. And it's like it's one of those coasters where you you finish your lap and you're like, again, all right, I kind of like need a minute. Maybe I'll go grab a soda or something. So first night of Hollywood Nights, me and Logan, one train ops, road voyage like eight times without leaving our seats. And oh my god, oh, that was a lot. Like, I got off that covered in sweat, is insane. Man, I don't know if I could handle that now. <laughs> it was, I woke up sore for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I got like 
six laps on Iron Rattler without leaving the train during ERT this uh, past weekend. I wish. That was cool. You know, I could have gone for more even. But, like, with Voyage, it's just, like, it's very relentless. Oh, it's so relentless. That third half just killed you. Because you're just building speed and just getting thrown everywhere. Oh, my God. I go on and on. Yeah, man, I love that triple down. No, in the dark, and then you shoot out into the darkness that's a little brighter, and you're getting thrown around everywhere. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's a great ride. Every ride at Holiday World is fantastic. Yeah, definitely. This is this is becoming a plug for Holiday uh, Hollywood Nights and Holiday for World. For sure, you guys all need to go to Holiday World if you haven't already. It's fantastic. Definitely. Come out and join us at Hollywood Nights. For sure. Everyone's going to be there. We're peer pressuring you. Yeah, you got to do it. Now. Uh, um, all right. Here we go. Here's a fun segment. This is where we take all the Disney shit. Shove it into a minute. Exactly. So it is time for the Disney Minute. The Disney Minute. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Gonna go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on earth. Disneyland. Welcome everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Early opening at Hollywood Studios has been extended until March. Impossible Foods has found a big deal with Disney to serve Impossible Meats in the parks. Bob Iger has stepped down as CEO of Disney, being succeeded by Bob Chapek. A Jungle Cruise boat tank at Magic Kingdom. The Disney Man. Yeah. Pretty much made it, you know. <laughs> uh, called a buzzer beater. And that's, and that's the Disney Minute right there. Yeah. That's how we do it. Shove it under the rug and move on. Exactly. We're not a Disney show. No. So, um, that said, we do have a listener questions episode. We recorded it. I just haven't had the chance to edit it yet, so we'll drop it soon. It'll be another mini-sode, cool. like the one with our homie, Johan Lennox. <laughs> so we'll be dropping that at some point soon. Y'all can check it out. In the meantime... Send us some more questions. We'll do another one soon. You know, you can hit us up Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. And of course, the old text and voicemail line at 312 572 9552. Yeah, you guys drop their phone numbers. You basically know their identity. Yeah, that's what Google Voice is for. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can go ahead and text there. That's that's me, Zach. I'll I'll hit you back over there, or uh, you know, leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. Or if you have questions, feel free to send them to us using any of those ways. Um, but sure. we'll keep the questions for listener questions episodes. Right now, got some interview questions for you, my man. 
All right, awesome. Hit him. All right, so first, of course, right out the gate, what's the worst coaster you've been on? That's a good question. Um, Probably Mini Mine Train at Six Flags Over Texas. Uh, at least it's not... I kind of like, like that ride. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's enjoyable it's just it's so uncomfortable for someone who has like four foot long legs in those tiny trains oof yeah same with the uh raptors those uh over the shoulder restraints the the comfort collars just dug into my shoulders oh man yeah those are rough man they kind of sit weirdly oh they sit like everyone bitches about the um premier rides comfort collars but the ones on the raptors are so much worse it's insane yeah, dude, those are a little rough. I mean, you only feel it in some parts, but yeah. Yeah, I'm like a more skinny dude, so my collarbones are exposed, and so they just dug right into there, and it was not fun. Ooh, yeah, I guess long legs definitely would make Mini Mine Train pretty rough, too. Yeah, it was it was not fun. I'm, like, sitting here at, like, 5'11", yeah pretty like decently proportioned for my size so like luckily most coasters are right in the yeah designed for that it's i'm like super tall and super skinny so like six two and only like 140 pounds so like for rides like uh b&m hypers rmc's ccis and those type of rides love them can get so much room just go soaring uh, then you got stuff like the uh, Premier Rides Comfort Collars, Mini Mine Train, and uh, any Wild Mouse. And it just doesn't work out. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's all in good fun. The good not not much you can do about those. Yeah, but, you know, I'll take my six inches of room on Voyage if it means I have to deal with Comfort Collars on Tigris. <laughs> well, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, that's how it is. So easy to get room on CCIs for me. <laughs> so which uh, park has the best bathrooms? I'll have to give it to Dollywood. They just upkeep their parks so well. You know, you're far from the first person who has answered that question with Dollywood, so... <laughs> Understandable. It's just Dollywood is so well-maintained compared to every other amusement park. And I'm sure Silver Dollar City is the same way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's been a long time since I've been to Dollywood, but uh, next time I go, I'm going to make a point of paying special attention to the restrooms. Yeah, the, um, in the, <laughs> new, the new Wildwood Grove area has, like, these super nice restrooms. Like, you know, you wouldn't expect them to be in an amusement park. Interesting. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. It's, just, it's the little things. When I'm ready, when I'm ready to take a shit, I'll go try those bathrooms out for sure. <laughs> so, what's the worst media day or enthusiast event or like opening day experience that you've had? Um. Probably, this wasn't opening day, but it was one of the first days that Lightning Rod was open in 2016. And, yeah, uh, waited about four hours for it, and thankfully it never broke down. And it was just super hot, and it was like mid-June or July, 
So, you know, it's like that Southern humidity just beaming oh. down on you. Swamp ass all around. Oh, yeah. So, and there's just so many people crammed into the queue. It was not fun. But it was my number one until I got to ride Voyage actually a little later that summer. All right, all right. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a good ride. Oh, it's it's my favorite RMC by far, even though they neutered the launch. But it works. So this might be the same story, but I got to ask, what's the longest you've waited in line? What ride was it for, and was it worth it? So for coasters, yeah, Lightning Rod has been the longest at four hours, and I it was definitely worth it. I fell in love with Lightning Rod. I was, I was in row six, and I was still blown away. And then I also waited three hours for Flight of Passage uh, earlier this year. And that was, it was so Damn. Weird. Yeah. I have like really bad luck with lines. I'm assuming that was not a fast pass line that was standby. Yeah, standby. But everyone had told me like, you know, it's worth the wait. So I just kind of put on a movie, sucked it up and waited for it. And it was definitely worth it. It looks like a really good ride experience. It's, yeah, it is an experience, and you have to know that going into it. Like, it's definitely not, I mean, like, I haven't been on it, but it kind of looks like an upgrade to Soren. Oh, it's that's honestly what I would say. It's like a very big upgrade to Soren. But Soren's pretty cool, so... Yeah, Flight of Passage... I don't see any like issues. ...the next level. <laughs> Uh, what's the best kitty coaster you've been on? Ooh, um, probably the kitty coaster at Six Flags New England. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's one of the uh, ENF Myler, the bigger kitty coasters, and it was surprisingly fun. And they let you ride without a kid, so. Oh, nice! Yeah, so for all those who are looking for that credit at New England, you can get it. For all you dirty credit whores out there. Me included. I've been trying this thing recently where I uh, don't really make a point out of riding kitty coasters. Like, I, I'm not above it. I'll still do it. But I can leave a park without riding one, and I don't get upset about it. I feel that. Um, also, the one at King's Dominion, they do make you have to ride with a kid. But I was there with a bunch of friends, and there was these like three little girls and their parents don't want to ride. So we rode with these three little girls on the, uh, Kings of Minion kitty coaster. Ah, crazy. you borrowed kids. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, it was an experience. And, um, it's in this area where there's like all these trees above and I put my hands up and I smacked the trees. And, that's what you get for being an adult and riding a kitty coaster with your arms up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all part of the experience. Totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, if if I ever have a kid, then you know I'm getting all those kitty credits. That's <laughs> definitely happening. I mean, that's what Airtime Thrills does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a win-win. <laughs> for real. Shout out to Chris. But if you're if you're just like an adult and don't have a kid or it's just weird you know it 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 can be it definitely can be but i'm not i'm not judging because i've done it myself multiple times yeah i mean i shit i told you i got to 450 you you don't do that 
without going on kitty coasters. That's <laughs> so true. Uh, I think my kitty coaster count is like twenty something. So that's... yeah, up until like this year, it was like Two. I count it just the same as every other coaster. Like it's. <laughs> I mean, I have like just a list of all the parks I've been to and I just kind of keep track of it, but I'm not one of those people who like sorts out every coaster they've ridden and like what the specific number was. That's just too much work. At this point I have a spreadsheet I've kept for a while. That's been working out. Yeah. I know a lot of people do that, but that's some real nerd shit too. (laughs) So, you know, I'm just lazy. I'm just like, it'll go in my notes section on my phone. That's good enough. So uh, have you ever asked a ride operator out? Can't say I have, no. I've definitely talked to a bunch of them, but never asked one out. Ever been close? I got close one time at Over Georgia, and it was it was pretty funny. I was with a couple of my friends, and we were all like, you should go do it. And I was like, fuck it, why not? So that was fun. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. There's still time too, you know. <laughs> Very true. You might have fun, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you only live if one. you did, yeah, exactly. Yolo. If you uh, if you did date someone that was working at a theme park, and it came with benefits associated with whatever department they were in, like if they worked in foods, you could get free food, or oh, if they yeah. worked in rides, you could cut the line. Yeah. What What department would you choose to date in? Um, probably rides, honestly, because think about it. You go to uh, Cedar Point on a Saturday and you're dating a steel vengeance ride up. You're, you're skipping that four hour line guaranteed. Oh yeah, definitely. Just go up the exit. Like, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> What's you up? You got a seat? Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if you know Drew, uh, re-ride King, but what he does is he just kind of stands in the station and looks for single riders and they'll just re-ride for like three or four times. Oh man, we had a... We had a buddy. I wish Ben was here. We had a buddy who used to do that every ride. I did that at a... We called him, we called him the single riding bastard because he'd find one open seat. <laughs> We'd all be like walking towards the exit and be like, hey, where's Eric? Oh, fuck. He got into row yeah, eight or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, a day over the summer where I went to Great Adventure and uh, Ryan, I guess El Toro Ryan and uh, BMED psychiatrist you go follow him they met up with me there and we sat on el toro like 22 times or something and just insane nice yeah because the way the station is designed it all bottlenecks on like the front two cars and then like the back road just be completely empty hang around find an empty row or an empty seat yeah el toro is such a great ride oh man it's fantastic i can't wait to get back out there and yeah. ride it again Get to ride El Toro with El Toro Ryan. That's there. You go. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know he was a ride op, and uh, speaking yeah. of ride ops, what's the most annoying experience you've had with a theme park employee? Mm. Let's see. Uh, probably uh, there was one time we were at Carowinds. And there was a ride up, and it was like nine fifty five. We were trying to get last ride out on Fury, and this guy was like persistent that we couldn't get in the line, even though it was like nine fifty five. And he's like, "You guys can't get in line. Like, you know, we close it off." 
so you know it was me and two other people and we were kind of arguing with them and he was just he wouldn't budge and it was the most annoying thing ever man that's bullshit you should be able to line up until the minute they make the closing announcement yeah it was it was super annoying we just eventually we just gave up and ran back to copperhead strike and got on that so that was probably the well, most annoying experience at least you were able to make make it to another ride to get like a last ride yeah you'll find out carowinds is pretty small like you can make it front to back in about five minutes and i can't i can't remember from worth a shit it's been 12 years and uh there's there's been a lot of beer and pot and all that time so you know the brain cell count is probably lower now than it was then <laughs> my brain cell count is in the negatives at this point <laughs> Yeah, plus I've been on a lot of shitty coasters, so that doesn't help at all. <laughs> Those den corporations, man, they kill you. Yeah, right? <laughs> I rode the original Mean Streak every visit I had to Cedar Point. So, oh, why like, would you, you know, do that? I was with somebody who needed the credit every time. Oh, it was funny. And- and that's like the second most park, the the second most visited park for me outside of my home park. So like, damn, definitely lost some there. That's that's unfortunate. Uh, I grew up riding Georgia Cyclone, and that wasn't the smoothest ride in the world. So no, but at least that ride was like pretty good. Like it wasn't smooth; it beat the shit out of you. <laughs> but like. You could feel it. It felt it had a lot of forces, you know. Oh, there was one hill, and it just gave the most insane ejector. And uh, did you guys go to over Texas on your trip in Texas? Not this most recent one, but I was there with Rianne back in October. Oh, okay, so did you ride Judge Roy Scream in the back row? Yep. Oh, so you know about it and like the crazy ejector hills? I didn't really. I don't. It must have not been running. It must have been a bad day for it because it was uh, not a real good ride when I rode it. Uh, I went with Marshall at Coaster Engineer, and him and I rode in the back row. And there were like two moments where I thought I was going to die because it's just like that holy shit ejector moment. Interesting. Yeah. It, I guess it's a hit or miss because I was at Over Texas for two days. First day, everything was apparently running like really slow, and then the second day, everything was just hauling. Wow. Yeah. I guess it's just one of those parks. Like, I know some are like that. Let's see. I've taken to making notes on my phone after I get off of rides now. So here's what I said. Judge Roy Scream, second to back row. Couple good moments of airtime. It was pretty smooth for an old wooden coaster. It's fair. It's very fair. Yeah, so that that was my impression when I wrote it the one time. <laughs> I wrote it I wanna I wrote it two times. I wrote it one time each day. The first time it was the third to back and I felt like shit when I was writing it. So I guess I didn't have a good experience. And then the second day I felt a lot better and had a lot of fun writing it. Well, I always go for the middle seats in those three bench cars. Yeah. To I mean, avoid the wheel seat, you know. I just kind of suck it up and hope for the best. Uh, 
Well, better than Ben. Ben's always like, I'm trying to die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll ride on the wheel seat for everything except TCIs with the uh, two-bench PTC trains. Oh, those can be torturous. Well, it's not even the fact that it's rough. It's the fact that because of the way PTC designed the trains, the back car on the cars is higher, so you have like no leg room. Which means if you get stapled, you're, you're gonna feel every bump, which often happens because I'm ass at holding up restraints. Oh God, gotta push your leg out. Yeah, I know. I've learned to do that, and I just uh, push my leg up against the side of it because I like my legs are long yeah, enough so I can rest it, and I do that. That's the way to do it, and then kind of also you can like slide your ass forward a little bit if yeah. you have enough room, I've, and like kind of push your gut out and arch your back yeah, a little that's bit. What I do. And I just set my, I set my shoulders flat and I like arch my chest and like scoot all the way forward. And then they just like drop the lap bar right on your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then especially if you're pushing up with your leg, it's just like, then double. it kind of already seems like it's clicking. It's like, okay, cool. And then you can like slide back once yeah. they pass you. Um, one of my friends taught me a trick on shockwave at over Texas because the trains are a lot smaller. So like my legs didn't fit. So basically what you do is you scoot forward and you shift your legs sideways. So it looks like your legs don't fit. And then they push the lat bar onto like the top of your stomach. So you just get hella room. That's crazy. Cause that shit has some insane fucking oh, air dude. time. The first I rode that like with, only five clicks and i was screaming my ass off i just blown away because there's like three moments like the first drop and the two drops after Mm -hmm. the loops it's insane you're like it's literally stand-up airtime. oh yeah and if you have a lot of room you are standing up yeah yeah Uh, i fucking love that ride that's one of my favorite steel coasters yeah so uh, kind of off topic, but we rode Texas Giant, and we were in the very back row. And you know the Gersauer trains, like the restraints lock. So I scot- like I scooted all the way up and had like eight inches of room. And then I found you can cross your legs to get even more room. So the entire ride, I was flailing everywhere. It was the most badass thing I've ever done. I mean, crazy ass story. Like. I'll tell you, I was on Iron Rattler, and I got myself probably about, mm, man, like four inches of room. Oh, wow. By, like, positioning myself. You feel it. Oh, my God. It was scary. Yeah. Like, it was legit scary. There was, um, on New Texas Giant, since my arms are so long, I actually ended up, like, slapping one of the top supports on the tunnels on accident. Like, I didn't even mean to. And, like... My my hand lucky stung for a little bit. And this is Shit, like, you're lucky you're lucky you didn't get your finger cut open. Yeah. Thankfully it was like at the very end of the ride, so it wasn't moving that fast. But still I was I was a little shaken up after that. Yeah, dude, like the clearance looks a little low on that, and I thought I remembered in one of like El Toro Ryan's videos. Oh yeah, Pete someone... smacked the uh invert the inversion on Iron Rattler, and I did that too. Yeah, so, like, every time I went on that ride, I, like, had my arms up, but then when it came to, like, the first drop and then that inversion and then the tunnel at the end, I had to, like, put them, like, just pull them down kind of so they're, like, at face height or so. I 
I didn't like realize how like little the clearance was and I thought I would be fine because you know they check these things so I just had my arms up all the way and then all of a sudden like I just feel my hand go numb and I was like oh I smacked the support that was, that's fucking crazy man it was I was like I because we had gone through the like the zero zero and I smacked it and I didn't realize it at first and then we were on top of the quarry wall and I was like wait I can't feel my right hand and then I realized like oh I smacked a support because you don't realize you smack it. It's it's a weird feeling. One time when I was a kid, uh, I was riding American Eagle, and the blue side went backwards at the time. Oh yeah. And so there's this big helix at the far end of that ride, and so <clears throat> I was like reaching out to the people on the red side to try and like high five them. Oh. So right at the exit of the helix there's this wall instead of like a handrail in between the two. Ooh, you smacked that. My fucking left arm smacked that shit so hard. Ow. I had a fucking giant black spot on my arm for like two months after that. Thankfully, um, none of my fingers or hands were bruised, which I was very thankful for. And I was like, that's not good. Yeah, no. So definitely, um, you know, I guess in this situation, we're both fucking idiots, but <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to blame you so much because you just had your arms up like anybody Normal. normally would. I was, I was an idiot. I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. But you know, there is, there is some legitimacy to those signs that say, keep your yeah. arms and legs inside the ride. Yeah. There was one time I almost kicked a support on a B&M invert and I was so scared. Holy shit. I I don't remember what the circumstances were. And I honestly can't even remember which invert it was. But I just remember, like, it was, it's hard to describe. But, like, I felt, like, the wind kind of stopped for a second. And I lifted my leg up. And there was a support right there. And I was like, oh, shit. Fuck, man. Yeah. That was, that's the most, like, I guess, scariest experience I've had on a coaster was, like, almost kicking a support because I was like, that's going to, like, my leg's gone. Yeah, dude. Shit. That's fucking crazy. Oh, and then there was a time I had a leg cramp on an invert and that wasn't fun. No, that sounds pretty unpleasant. Oh, yeah. I was, I just remember we were, it was on Montu and we were going up the lift hill and my leg started cramping and I was like, oh, no. And so the entire ride, I was just in misery. Because, you know, that thing pulls hella forces. So we go through that bat wing, and my leg's still cramping, and just, oh, it was not a good combo. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it was, that's probably the most pain I've ever been in on a coaster. It was the leg cramp on a Montu. That's, uh, that's PSA, stay hydrated when you're out riding coasters. Yes, I was... It was like midsummer. I was super like hot. And it was like humid because you know Florida's just like that. Stay hydrated. Fucking people. swamp. It is. So, um, speaking of Florida, you got any Rob Alvey stories? Uh, just the typical. You know, he's blocked me because you know I said something. But I think that's everyone in the community at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's a small community. A lot of people seem to have stories about Rob. I don't have anything like, you know, he like ranted to me on Twitter or anything like that. Just kind of 
he blocked me because I said something, and I was like, okay. All right. Well, you know, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. Also, I remember I was like in – I was like 13, and I didn't know anything about Rob Alvey. Like, I thought he was, you know, a good person, and it was my first Hollywood night, so this would have been four years ago. I'm bad at math. That sounds right. And I was telling someone, I was like, yeah, I want to meet Rob Alvey. And they are like, no, you don't. He's an asshole. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, he's he's surprisingly cool. You meet him in person. It's just he has these blow-ups online. They're just so stupid. Yeah, it's, it's just like petty shit. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I just, I think he feels entitled to something because he has a million subscribers. But I'm not Rob I'm going to say it again. Disclaimer, Rob, uh, if you're listening, look, we want you on the show, bud. We we aren't going to gotcha or anything. Just come out and talk. I'm Yeah, I'm sure you're aware of the reputation that you have in the community. We're not here to be fucking Next about it. Yeah, we're not going to pull any gotcha bullshit. Come on out on the show. We'll just have a regular conversation about some coasters, have a good time, just talk. drink a beer, whatever. All right, um, it's time for some hot takes. That's cool. that's what we're best at here. Your favorite coaster sucks, of course. Cool. So we'll start it off right here, man. What's the most overrated roller coaster? I'm going to have to say Steel Vengeance. All right, all right. I guess, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic coaster, and by no means am I saying it sucks or anything. It's just everyone hypes it up so much to be this, like, legendary, like, best coaster ever. And it's good, but I didn't have that, like, holy shit moment. This is fantastic. It's just, it's a big RMC. All right, man. I think Ben would be really fucking proud if he was here. <laughs> I mean... It's it's my number twenty four on my list, but I think any coaster in my top twenty five is like a really good coaster. So it's like no means bad. It just it just just meets the cutoff. <laughs> it's, uh, I was telling someone I was like, it's not a bad coaster. It's just not my coaster. That's that's fair, man, and and good on you for saying that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna also applaud you for saying that in the sense of. How could you be so brave? <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone risked my ass for it. But, you know, an opinion's an opinion. If you don't like it, then you probably won't like me. And just kind of how it is. No, man, cheers to that. Yeah, for sure. I always like hearing opinions that are controversial. Shit, that's why we ask these questions, you know? Oh, I have... My top 25 is just batshit crazy. So, all right. Topper track. Is it wood or hybrid or steel? Um, I mean, I guess I'll, oh, that's a good question. I mean, it's technically wood, but it has steel. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like, it could be either. Well, what I, do you think? I, I'll say wood, just because it's like, what, eight layers, ten layers, something like that? A traditional wood coaster is eight layers. Yeah. So the topper track is is four layers, and then the the rust is replaced by steel. Okay, yeah, I mean the structure's wood. Half the layers are wood. I'd say it's a wood coaster. I mean every coast, every wood coaster has at least a layer of steel the wheels run on. So 
Uh, it's just the rail. Traditional wood coasters, just the rail is steel. It could run yeah. without the rail, and it would still be wood. That I mean, it's just a nerdy argument. It really is. I mean... I think well, if if anything, it's maybe it's like a subcategory of wood, where if there was like more than 20 of them, then it would have to be its own category. Yeah, I understand that. It's just like, there aren't you know, with steel, it's like, yeah, no, with steel, it would be like, oh, it's an inverted steel coaster with with a topper track. It'd be like, oh, it's a topper track wooden coaster. Oh, yeah. So like a subcategory. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like it's a technic technicality, but it still kind of fits. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like it just depends on how you see it. So, like, I say it's a wood coaster because the majority of the structure is wood, but someone would be like, it has steel on it, so it's a hybrid. I, that's that's pretty much the official stance here. Your favorite coaster sucks is it's a hybrid coaster because it requires both That's substantial. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like you don't think about it while you're riding. Yeah, no. I mean, also, we're old and we're also trolls. So, you know, you put those two things together and, uh, you know. <laughs> it's, it happens. Yeah, yeah. So last last hot take for you. Orion, is it a giga or no? Yes. And actually, I have a reasoning behind this. So the drop is 300 feet, right? So that counts as a giga coaster. And it's the same thing with Apollo's Chariot. Because Apollo's chariot is only like 170 feet, but the drop is 200 feet, and everyone considers that a hyper coaster. So Orion should be a gear coaster. I mean, I think you're kind of right because if you put if you didn't have the ravine and you put it up, then the lift would be higher than 300 feet. Yeah, and the drop would be still the same. So like. Yeah, I think it's probably a giga, although it's really fun to make fun of since it's in a kind of uh it's being ubiquitous territory. It's like um Red Force, is it a giga or is it a strata? It's definitely a giga. Yeah, it's a giga. It's just I know some people who are like super persistent on it being a strata. There's nothing about it that would make it a strata, but whatever. Are, yeah, no. Yeah, people are gonna feel the way they feel. It's always annoying. Do you uh do you have any buffet horror stories? Um uh not at the buffet, but one time a couple of my friends and I were on a road trip and one of my friends got food poisoning from a buffet. That Ooh. was that was rough. Oh man, yeah, that's a horror story for sure. Yeah. Um I remember we were it wasn't that long of a trip and we were just going to like couple places down in south alabama and then we're gonna go six flags over georgia so we stopped at uh like one of the local buffets and you know we all ate there and we were fine and then my friend woke up the next morning just puking his guts out and we were like that's not good so we had to cancel the rest of the trip and try and get him back oh god yeah that was that was an experience pretty sure i got h1n1 at a CC's Pizza. Ooh. I love CC's Pizza. Yeah. yeah, I haven't eaten there since. And again, old. This was probably 10 plus years ago. But Ben brought it up on a show recently. And 
I, I had totally forgotten about that. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I got H1N1 from a CC's. <laughs> Just kids running around and wiping their noses on their hands, and then oh, yeah. like picking up pizzas or touching it. You you know the deal. Oh yeah. And then there was one time I had a food poisoning from a Costco pizza, and that was not fun. Oh God. Love Costco, but their food no. I used to love those hot dogs there. Buck oh, fifty yeah. hot dog and a drink. Mm-hmm. Can't beat it. So, uh, all right, a couple theme park general questions here. Gotcha. Cotton candy. Is it candy or is it a snack? What's it candy? Just, it's sugar. Like, that's all it is. It's just sugar fluffed up with, like, a little bit of something else. I agree. There's nothing, there's no substance there. You're not going to be able to make it from breakfast to lunch on just cotton, cotton candy. candy. Uh, there was a, we had a, a school trip to Six Flags one time and there was this girl and she like ate nothing but candy the entire day. So we get back on the bus and it was no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. But you all put the pieces oh, together. That was a fun trip. All right. So we used to ask cotton candy or ice cream. But that's a dumb question because nobody ever chooses cotton candy. (laughs) So the new question is funnel cake or ice cream? I got to go ice cream, honestly. Like there's some soft serve at parks that I just absolutely love. And funnel cakes are just a lot of food to take in. It's like all that powder and sugar and stuff. That's true. It's like a giant donut. It's like not even like a, that good of a donut. No, it's just some fried dough with some powdered sugar on it. Yeah, but um, there's a place at over Texas that uh, Marshall showed me, and it was like this really good soft serve, and I was living for it. Nice. Yeah. I'm one of those people who can All eat right. ice cream when it's like 30 degrees and just be fine. So I'll usually say ice cream. For sure. Well, I think ice cream, that's going to be my choice, too. Yeah. You know, but it's just, who who doesn't like ice cream? That's, dude, uh, there's a place called Yogurt Mountain, and I hadn't had it in, like, two years, and I went there last night. Oh, my God, it was so good. I was... Nice. I was geeking out. Nice. It was so fun. All right, I got a fun last question, although I think uh, the reference might go right over your head. I think I understand it. All right, which mouse do you prefer, Dead or Mickey? i say Mickey, because at least Mickey gives us coasters. For sure, for sure. Now, just to confirm, do you know who Dead Mouse is? Oh, the band? Yeah, the DJ, yeah. Yeah. Uh I have like a big playlist with and some of his stuff is on it. So yeah, For sure. Know. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh I forget who I was talking to on this show that was much younger than me and had no idea, had never heard of Dead Mouse, and I was like, Oh man. Uh, yeah. I'm like, this shit's not even it's like ten years old. It's not even that, <laughs> not that old. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. 
I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about Jerry Springer and it was this kid of my age and apparently he didn't know who Jerry Springer was. And they're just uh, like, how do you not know who Jerry Springer is? And then it's because we're old. <laughs> we're old. That's uh, what it is. That's all right. You just got to live with these things sometimes. Um, that's how it is. Yeah. Well, shit. That's all we got, man. Thanks so much for joining today, yeah, for man. Sure. Thanks for having me. Especially thanks for joining because Ben couldn't be here. So <laughs> without you or Ben, it would just be my ass talking. <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> I feel that. It's, it's what YouTube is for. You just rant to a camera for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So if you ever see the Your Favorite Coaster Sucks YouTube channel, it's not going to be a good thing. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, exactly. Um, go check out Andrew on Instagram. Andrew likes coasters, please. And you're on Twitter too. Yeah, Andrew likes coasters. Perfect, same handle. Mm-hmm. So go check him out. He's got some great pictures and vids up there. Yeah, I just posted and, today. Yeah, and look for him in some of the El Toro Ryan videos. Yeah, you can catch me in the Hollywood Nights video licking a wind roller coaster. So that's my claim. To oh, fame. there you go. Yeah. Lovely. Also, I'm in a coaster parody, so good luck finding me there. Fantastic. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. For sure. Find him Find him on some of the big coaster channels on YouTube. Yeah. Send me a screenshot. I'll give you a cookie. There you go. Yeah. Got to get some incentive. He's offering a free cookie. Speaking of free offers, I gave away the free shirt. Uh, free shirt. Free shirt. <laughs> We have free shirts. No, we don't. We have shirts for uh, sale up on Amazon, but I gave one away here on the podcast because somebody listened all the way and heard my offer. Ben had an offer a couple episodes back. Go listen. It would make me happy to see somebody take Ben up on his offer and not just me <laughs> <laughs> since we're paying for this shit out of pocket. Um, $17 <laughs> with prime shipping, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's fifteen bucks straight up on Amazon. We set it as cheap as it could be and still make something. Yeah, I got you. Um, I'll probably be buying you know, one after this. Got support. Oh, for sure. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, we we have one going out to our listener who gave us a review. And speaking of reviews, please be kind. Give us a rating, five stars. Say whatever you like. We go don't on, care. Go on uh, Apple Podcasts and be sure to give these guys a positive review. It really does help them out. Yes, absolutely. Just give us five stars and then say whatever the hell you want in the comments section. The we five don't care. Stars is all that matters. Exactly. Tell us your favorite coaster. Tell us your least favorite coaster. Tell say the beast suck. sucks. Yeah, tell us we suck. I don't care. Just please leave the five, <laughs> five stars. stars. That's the part that makes us happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to get um, these five star reviews saying it sucks. Yeah, well, hey, that'll work. It helps. It helps other. It helps people who listen to other roller coaster podcasts find this yeah. one. So you know, we'd we'd like to be, uh, you know, showing up in the yeah. feeds of everybody else who is in the right market. Yeah, I found these guys through the Holiday World podcast. I listened to an episode, and you know, if you've ever been on Apple, it recommends podcasts, and this is one of them. So. Be sure to go give them five stars. It really helps out with getting them out there. And it's a great podcast. You guys should all support it. Thank you. Thank you. And look at that. You you found us by being a listener, and uh, you ended up as a guest on the show. So yeah, who knows what sure. the fuck might happen. Yeah, these guys are awesome. You guys should all support 
everything that they do, Instagram, Twitter, I guess the podcast itself. Yeah, no, man, thank you. Yeah, yeah we're sure. we're on all the socials. Uh, the name is pretty easy. It's your favorite coaster sucks. Oh, I was in a group chat and I was talking about you guys and I was like, Hey, you guys ever heard of your favorite coaster sucks? And they thought I was talking about like their actual favorite coaster. And that was a whole situation. <laughs> uh, and that's, you know, just to real quick plug the shirts again. That's what's great about our shirts. It doesn't have Ben and I on there. It doesn't say it's a podcast. It just a says golden ticket. <laughs> Yep, it just says your favorite coaster sucks on the Golden Ticket Award. So, you know, you wear that to uh, Kings Island and make a fanboy cry. Yeah, make it wear it to Knobles, make a fanboy cry. It'll be fun. I need one of you guys to wear the shirt to Knobles, and I'll do it with you. We're going to take a picture in front of Phoenix. and Perfect. It's going to be our claim to fame. And that'll be the new new logo for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Put a sticker in front of Phoenix. Oh yeah, also uh, one quick shout out that I'm going to do is to Aaron Pursuit of Thrills. Uh, if you guys don't know him, he'd make some awesome high quality prints and t-shirts. I bought a couple of his stuff and I bought some more of it. Super great guy. He probably doesn't know I'm doing this, but you all should go support him. because He's a great content creator for uh, roller coaster stuff. For sure. Go check him out. Pursuit of Thrills. Yeah. He does some badass stuff. Right on, man. Yeah. All right, thanks a bunch for listening, and until next time, your Your favorite favorite coaster sucks. Yeah. (laughs)